Hey guys, I'm here with my wife, Mariah, joining me again today, and we wanted to talk about the fact that men and women are not equal, and how essentially men and women can harmonize with each other, understanding that they're not equal biologically, hormonally, and come together in love and passion instead of neutrality and resentment. So this has been, you know, a really important thing for us because, um, as I mentioned in the last video we made, I think I mentioned that a couple years ago, we started having some neutrality in a relationship, a loss of polarity, a loss of attraction. And some resonance. Resonance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really led me on the journey of realizing that I was a nice guy and had been killing attraction from her by not really being in my masculine. And I think it led us both on a journey of understanding like what is, what is driving attraction, what's driving polarity, and how do we maximize that? Mm-hmm. And seeing how we're, we're not set up to succeed in this. At any angle, whether it's an intimate relationship or even like friendships, working dynamics, family, all of it is just kind of like brushed under the rug and is like, oh, just just figure it out. Like, we don't have to talk about it. You'll just jump in there, figure it out, fail a few thousand times, get a few divorces, and then maybe you'll figure it out. I mean, hey, whatever. But it's like, we're not taught the most crucial skills that we need in life. We're not taught how to manage our emotions. We're not taught how to like manage relationships. But yet relationships and emotions are inevitable parts of life and essential. So recently, um, we both read a book. Actually, a friend of mine recommended it, thanks Dean. Uh, it was by Dr. Patrick Flynn, it's called The Hormone Connection. A bit of a controversial author on the subject, but uh, I got a lot out of it. And Me too, yeah. It, I feel like with any kind of work, you have to be able to get through people's personal biases and you know run it through your own filter of like, okay, this is what feels true, this part, Yes, I agree with, it feels true. This part, eh, it's their own bias and I don't have to feed into that part. If you can't just like see different perspectives on an issue, like if you judge a person and therefore like discard everything they've said just because of like their beliefs thing, like, you know, again, this is what's contributed to thousands of years of fuckery on planet Earth. So it's like, we gotta be able able to look at both sides. So having said that, um, a great point that was raised in this book and it's something I've really been it's been obvious to me for a while and something that's kind of brushed under the politically correctness rug of the modern world is the fact that men and women are, we're basically different species. We're not the same. We're not the same. (laughs) We're biologically different. We're hormonally different. I mean, it's like, we're not equal in the sense of like being the same. Now it's not to say like, I don't believe like men, you know, like women shouldn't have- It's not an equal rights It's not equal rights. It's not like women shouldn't, they can't vote or make as much money as men. Nothing like that. But it's just the fact that we're very, very different. And to say that we're the same, it's scientifically, factually not true. Yeah, it's like expecting an elephant to move like a snake. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. It's, it's like saying a, <laughs> a lion and a hyena. And I know like modern day, like, you know, identity things and you know, whatever. But ultimately it's like, if you want to be able to create passion and like intimacy and like succeed in a relationship, to have fire and, and sexual attraction relationship, you gotta understand that Men and women are different. And it's like, okay, how do we complement each other? How can a man support a woman? How can a woman support a man? So that there's, instead of clashing and just like, I need to take what I can get from you and fuck you. And it's, instead of conflict, there's harmony mm-hmm. and great sex. Absolutely. And even applying that to like all relationships, knowing and understanding how women supporting women is really powerful and supportive in its own way and men supporting men is really powerful in its own way and like 
knowing that men and women supporting each other is different and just being intentional with all of those interactions so that it's not just like you're expecting your partner to do the same things that your female mm. friends mm -hmm. would be doing for you. Yeah. Like we process things differently on every level and we process stress differently and allowing ourselves to understand that, like I'm not gonna be coming to you dumping all of my stuff to you that I would in the same way I would with a group of girlfriends and I wouldn't be talking about things that I do with girlfriends in the same way I would with you because I know we process things differently. That was the biggest lesson for me. Basically, I was a time in my life where I wasn't connecting a lot with like men around me, like just business, work, excuses, blah, blah, blah. But I realized that my partner had also become my best friend, which I think is great. But um, just that whole thing of like, okay, you must be my lover, my therapist, my every, and it's just like the lines get really blurred. And it's important for me to like spend time with other men. Uh, this was just such an obvious thing for me because like men have a much different way of processing things, emotions than women do. Women are very, very emotional creatures. And of course, modern men have become very emotional creatures too. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but like I noticed myself being a lot of these just like overly emotional moodiness, like what's wrong? Nothing, you know, that kind of thing, that, that typical kind of nice guy thing. And when I spend time with men, it's like basically the more masculine way of like not being overly emotional about things, not having to like, I don't know, cry my whole life story, but like, let's go for a hike and fucking, let's go hit a punching bag, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like. Like I found like when I had more physical outlets for like being able to express things in a more assertive, aggressive way, like it's going to the gym and lifting weights with some bros. Well, we'll see about myself, but you know what I mean? Martial arts, things like that. I don't need to always talk everything through and be like, I'm feeling this way and my feelings hurt. It's like, sometimes I just need to fucking punch something or scream into a pillow. And like, that's what I actually need. And that puts me more in this like <clears throat> state. So like typically women need to cry things out and men need to like punch and scream things out. And obviously I'm not saying, punch and scream at a person, but just the like understanding those dynamics and the more you can, ex as a man, you can find expression of things in a more almost primal way. The more it helps, like for me, help me tap into my masculinity. That's like a big focus of my trainings now. The Sex God course is all about tapping into that primal masculine energy. Exactly, and I feel like for women, it is a lot more about the emotional side and the talking and there's, there's a lot of other things that can tie into it, but for a majority of women, it's very, very helpful and a lot of dots can connect when we're able to vocally, verbally speak things out loud and say it and it doesn't always necessarily need to be, you know, I'm speaking this so that you can solve the problem for me. It's like I'm speaking this just because it's been stewing in my head all day and it needs to come out and like allowing that to happen, whether it's with you or with friends or whatever and kind of knowing what is actually important to bring here versus what's better to just talk about with other people not in my intimate relationship that totally. will actually be more supportive and helpful outside of our container. And maybe like something I want to say here is that it's not to say that men should never like talk through and express things with their partners. I think that that's really, really important. It's just that knowing when the time is to do that. Versus and constantly versus doing like, it. Because there, I know men and I've, maybe I've been this myself, where it's just like constantly like just overly touchy feely. Like, well, this really, really hurt me. And this just over like little stupid shit too. It's like, there's, there's being overly sensitive, which becomes more feminine. It becomes probably very repulsive to women. But then there's like being able to like, like for example, this morning, I needed to legitimately like express something to you that, you know, I've been doing a lot of inner work. Some heavy, heavy shit's been coming through for me. Childhood things, all kinds of things. So it's like, I need to just say, hey, these are things I haven't really told you that I've been feeling. And I feel like it's fucking time for me because it's not easy, but like, here it is. And I think that's a very healthy expression. But versus like, and well, my feelings are really hurt because you didn't, look at me at just the right time. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like 
the way you did that today actually builds connection because you don't do that all the time. It's not a constantly 24-7 letting me into your feelings and emotions and telling me a recount of every second of your day and how it made you feel emotionally makes it so that those times when you do tell me it's even more special and mm -hmm. I'm able to be more present and know that it is something that's really important rather than just kind of questioning and wondering and being like, oh, is this something that's really important that we need to work on? Or is this something that you're going to forget about in two minutes and it won't matter at all? Mm, and yeah, that's something for sure. that, that has been very helpful for me because it's like, it's easy as a woman to like take on all of the mm. emotions and things. And so then if you are talking about your emotions all the time, then I'm processing my own emotions mm. and yours. And it's like, okay, so he felt this way about this, so if I do this this way, then people-pleasing things come up for me. Totally. And, you know, it, it just ends up being this back-and-forth dynamic, which I find is easier to navigate with my girlfriends because, you know, they'll just, like, they're not afraid to just say the, like, bitchy thing and be like, hey, shut up. Like, <laughs> you don't need to keep whining about this anymore. Like, you've told us this story three times. Like, mm -hmm. do you want help? Do you want to move through it? Or whatever. Whereas... Yeah, it's just different. And I think uh, another good example of like, for me personally, was like, I think it was a few weeks ago. I don't remember exactly the situation, but we were, we were out on a walk and like, I don't know if we were talked about something, but I kind of, I had some sort of emotional trigger. I don't even know what it was. And I was observing it happen. Like, okay, I'm, I'm being in this like kind of triggered over emotional moodiness. And it was like, I didn't really want to feel like I needed to talk about it with you. And I was just trying to like, okay, just like maintain presence through this. And there's probably like, do I need to like talk this, like tell you what I'm feeling? And it just, it didn't seem like the thing because it was more of just like an acute little, just, and in my mind, I just like, I knew it was like silly, but I was just feeling the thing. And so basically I came home and like, I have a punching bag outside. I just like went, went to town, just beat the fuck out of this thing. And then I felt better. I was like, okay, I was just kind of being a little bitch and moody and like, you know, that, that's kind of part of the thing too, is like men need to learn how to not take everything personally. And like, maybe their buttons get pushed a little bit. will not be a not be a bitch about it. Just like straight up, like be able to handle a bit of um, turbulence, a bit of turbulence, and uh, not take it personally, you know. And again, find a healthy outlet for it. You know, after I went and beat up my punch bag, which again the other day I, I took my Spartan sword and completely destroyed, which was a lot of fun. Um, I felt way better, and there was just a whole. I was back in my masculine, I was back in just like, <clears throat> and it was just a, a balanced dynamic mm -hmm. after that. And then from that place, we were able to have a conversation about it, like you said, from like. A place where you were in your empowered masculine yeah. and not Wasn't your trigger. whiny, yeah. like, a little bitch. I can't believe you did this. My nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Which is very helpful. Yeah. That's no, and it's, it's like, and that's another thing is like, it's not to say you can never talk about things, but like when I'm coming into talking about it from a triggered space, mm -hmm. it's usually not when I can like move the energy a little bit and get into more of a grounded kind of assertive, like just, Hey, this is what's up. This is what it is. It, Cause there's usually more of like a blaming thing when it's like, just like you did this and it hurt me versus like. It's like, hey, this is what I'm feeling. It's just what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. There doesn't have to be a story behind it. Yeah, yeah. And I would say it's similar for me, too, of just definitely noticing things where it's like, okay, did, did this certain situation just happen? And, you know, I'm about to start my period and I'm just in an overly emotional state. Or is this like a recurring pattern that does need to have conversation? Like, it, it isn't that, like, you have to process your emotions by yourself first before you can come to me. And I don't. It's that like, I do the same thing. I try to look deeper and see like, okay, what's going on here? Is this coming from a deeper place? Is this, you know, a childhood thing? Mm -hmm. Or is this something that actually needs to be 
brought up in conversation with you. And so, yeah. I mean, that brings up the point of like the hormonal piece, yeah. which, you know, we're talking about men and women not being equal. Like, I mean, hormonally, yeah. men are fairly stable with their hormones. It's like testosterone pretty much. Obviously men have like estrogen and things too, especially, especially now in the modern world, men are very estrogenic, but women, it's like multiple estrogens, progesterone, and I mean, you're a different person every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like, and I think, I think that's a challenge for both people in any relationship to understand and get used to as much as you can get used to that. Cause it's not really ever predictable. Yeah. And just knowing that that's something to work with. I mean, that, that just makes me think of how like, as much as like, you know, female empowerment and things, feminist movement and everything, it's, there's still not this acknowledgement that women are like volatile, unpredictable beings, that they're again, a different person based on their cycle. Like, it seems like even the women's empowerment stuff is like, it's hyper-masculine in the sense mm-hmm. of like, women are in control. I don't know, just like expecting this stability and mm-hmm. kind of a masculine strength from women. So even that is like, it's not really feminine at all. Like feminists are not feminists. It's it's very masculine. And not to say there's anything wrong with it. It's just like, under, like I don't know, there's, there's so much confusion about all of this clearly mm-hmm. and a lack of understanding. Yeah, and that really women are much more like nature, just unpredictable, not volatile in a bad way. That's like completely detrimental to all society unless it's, you know, from a, very wounded, disempowered, feminine place, but like that nature is unpredictable and the seasons change and there are crazy natural disasters that can happen and that's what creates space for new things to come through. And it's the same thing with women and their cycles and emotions and everything changing all the time is that like, it's creating a fertile ground for new things to come through that isn't always the most comfortable as both partners are going through that, but it's part of it's a necessary part of the process and a lot of beauty comes from it. And I think just a really important thing is like acknowledging we're different. We're very different, but like we can also harmonize and like how can a man support a woman? For example, I do believe that there's like certain, not to say roles, like we should all have certain roles. Obviously you can do whatever the hell you want, but like it really seems that there's most passion when a man is more like a leadership protective role and the woman is more like nurturing receptive role. I mean, women's bodies, do not handle like physiologically women do not handle stress Mm -hmm. the way men do and Mm -hmm. for women it's very easy for their hormones to get completely out of whack completely sex function like when women are experiencing anorgasmia and the lack of sex drive it's pretty much always stress Mm -hmm. and whereas a man like we've talked about this how like i can be stressed out of my mind at the end, end of the day all i want is to have sex with you it's like i'm still horny as fuck so it's like it's just you know, I, I really believe that men need to be protectors of women and to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting, so to speak, so women can like be in their feminine receptive beauty. And I know that may piss some people off, but it's like, again, it's like you look at your life and your patterns. I'll talk to both maybe like overly feminine men. You're like, do you struggle with relationships? Do you struggle with stability in your relationships? Are you having difficulty attracting women? And then like the overly masculine women, pretty much the same thing, you know? Do you find yourself like getting totally burnt out? Sex drive is gone, not able to hold a relationship. It's just like, you, you just kind of look at these things. Yeah, speaking to the whole like stress and men and women handling it differently, it's just fascinating to me that, you know, reading this book and it's talking about and actually showing like the hormonal levels throughout the month and throughout a lifetime and throughout your cycle that like, exactly like you said, men can experience so many different types of stress and still their hormones stay stable. And women, every type of stress that they experience like adds in layers on and it plummets their hormones more and more and more. And that's 
you know, one of the biggest physiological DNA differences in men and women is it's like when women are stressed we're sitting there like stewing all day in our minds and like creating all these stories and creating all these scenarios and then by the time we see our partner again it's like those things we've been thinking all day feel very real whereas like you know maybe there was an argument in the morning or whatever and then the partner goes away for the day comes back the woman's been stewing all day but the man is like oh i didn't even come to my mind once today like i've just been thinking about sex and whatever else like getting my work done doing whatever had to get done today we're simple beings what can i say yeah and it's it's just different and something i think is really interesting is the concept of when we're not and i think you speak to this quite a bit but when we're not in kind of those harmonious states it means that something is off whether that's our hormones are off something else is out of balance it's like we're experiencing these challenges because it's telling our bodies our body is telling us that something is off and it's a sign to do something and not just accept that like, oh, well, this is just the kind of man, woman, whatever that I am. I'm just someone who's never interested in sex or I'm just a woman who has like a extremely high sex drive, seeing all the imbalances as imbalances. For sure. And I think just like understanding like we're animals ultimately. Like I, you know, we we're involved in business and entrepreneurship. We know a lot of people who are entrepreneurs and like I've, just seen many cases where there's like women who are just extremely busy, extremely young, extremely outgoing, which is great, but they're having like serious hormonal issues. Like they're like, I have zero sex drive, zero libido. It's like, I'm taking all these supplements. I'm taking, I'm getting hormone replacement therapy. I'm, I'm doing everything you're, that supposedly should be doing it. It's like, but also stress. super stressed out. I can't. So it's like, you simply cannot have stress and have a healthy sex drive. I mean, it's like, Physiologically, look at nature. It's like what's happening usually, a woman's under stress. She's having to like defend herself against saber-toothed tigers and shit. So the body's like not in a space to be like putting resources into making babies. Whereas a man, he's fighting saber-toothed tigers. He's protecting the woman so she can be safe to make the babies. So his system's saying, all right, you gotta knock that bitch up because you were like alpha male, you're doing some serious shit. And this again may seem like crude and like old fashioned people, but it's just like, we are animals. This is physiologically how we are evolved to. So it's like, we can either work with what we have and maximize our life, maximize passion and polarity, or we can like all be equal and like continue this pattern of like everyone just being very neutral and relationships, attraction, just becoming pretty much a, a non-existent thing. Yeah, I have nothing else to say. That was, <laughs> you said everything I was thinking as I was thinking it.